0: Welcome to the Manor.
1: Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. And I'm James. Also known as Snotnose.
0: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think those are going to go in the outtake. <laughs> the, <laughs> ten minutes of the worst <laughs> thing since I've had in a while.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Seriously, we could have started a half hour ago, but dude, somebody has to eat Trill Mix, and evidently. Uh, unlike Rob, I'm allergic to nuts. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, what did you do? Snort one of the peanuts up your nose? <laughs> <mouth? laughs> that would have been nothing. I need one of those macadamias to fit down to even do any harm to me. Wasn't going to say it, but yeah. <laughs> oh. And if we have any older crowd, yes, I do know older people call those, and you're sick bastards, just stop. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you later. You, you must not know. <laughs> Macadamias? <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. My father and uncle are, yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So, what are we talking about this time? Um. I, well, we are going
1: to talk about Music. Yay!
0: <laughs> that narrows it down.
1: <laughs> Which <what> you do? <laughs> yeah. So um, metal, metal music? Um, no, no. Actually, no. Hard rock music? Uh, well, maybe a little. Well, now I'm confused. <laughs> but probably, you know, not.
0: <laughs> okay, now I feel better. <laughs> okay, I guess this one goes back um, on the list. <laughs> <laughs> um, no,
1: I just thought, you know, it might... Cause we, we tend to focus on metal, and I know not all of our listeners are are, are into metal, so i I thought you know maybe we could just, just mention some of the bands that we listen to that are not metal bands,
0: you know that sounds fair I like yeah. that. we we get it, not everybody has to like metal, maybe you're here for the dick jokes or <laughs> the the <laughs> Tolkien or you know whatever it may be, but yeah, maybe you'll like some of this, yeah. As an FYI, this is Jody's idea. So as I was sneezing my head off earlier, I was trying to make notes. Ooh, that band, that band, that band, that band. Are we doing these? No, uh, never mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, you know, for the most part, I we we listen to a wide variety of metal bands, but um, you know, that's that's not the only thing we listen to.
0: No. Uh, keep, keep in I, mind, we I do have, Halloween, and Van Halen, and More Zeppelin, and we have Deep Purple coming up. So yeah, we're not stopping. Right. It was just coming up. Yeah, but we've, we've mentioned a couple of times uh, Cheap
1: Trick and Sticks. Well, damn it, those so. are two on my list. <laughs> well, I, yeah, but, I, you know, you can mention them, but... Okay, <laughs> I okay. Wouldn't, wouldn't, I mean, you know, I'm not really going to go into any depth on the ones I'm going to mention. I just really wanted to throw some stuff out there, you know, some of the stuff that we listen to. Uh, you know, like, for instance, in addition to metal and hard rock, I listened to uh, 70s rock. Grew up with a lot of that. Bob Seger, kind of had Bob Seger playing all the time. My dad was a big fan. Um, I actually didn't start to like Bob Seger until I got, right before I turned to a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, I, you know, one of my biggest uh, bands from that time frame was uh, Foghat. You know, I had always liked their stuff. Didn't always know it was them, (laughs) like it was with a lot of bands. But um, funny thing, I didn't like the Beatles until I was probably in high school. But I, I liked Growing up as a, as a really little kid, I liked all the Paul McCartney and Wings stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, not knowing, not really knowing that it was the guy from the Beatles. <laughs> that's, that's true. Although in my case, my family loved to go to see James Bond movies, and "Live and Let Die" by Paul McCartney oh, and the Wings yeah. was one of the theme songs, and that's how I actually got to know who Paul McCartney was too. <laughs> I,
1: you know what, my that is my favorite James Bond movie because it was the one I always used to see, and I loved the song. And yeah, that's it's probably one of the reasons why I, I was such a big Paul McCartney fan. Not really a big Paul McCartney fan, but one of the reasons why I liked him.
0: Well, you know, you share a birthday with him too, right? I do, actually, yes. It's such a great day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're half right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you making fun of Paul? <laughs> sure, sure.
1: <laughs> uh, I, was, I was trying to think of some of the 70s bands that we're not going to talk about a little bit later down the road. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, so uh, I, some of the 70s that I love, of course, are The Sweet, which we've had an episode on. Right, yeah, so, which is,
1: you know, I didn't really want to mention them. But right. yeah, that's, a, again, that's another not metal band that uh, we've enjoyed, we both enjoy.
0: Right, and you've already mentioned two, which I have here, yeah. uh, Sticks, which uh, my brothers got me into because I would keep stealing their Caught in the Act live cassette. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, right before Tommy left the band, you know, when it was still the original five. And Cheap Trick, we're going to do an episode on tour them, but I love Cheap Trick. Yeah, my, great band, great band. High school, maybe my high school band teacher, the one year I actually was in band, got me into them because they had just put out an album in, what, like, 87, 88 with The Flame. The Flame was their yeah, huge Yeah, it hit. was
1: 87, I think, was when that came out.
0: Yeah. So it, but because he liked it, I was in the band in high school, but then we had our band that overlapped a lot. And yeah. we, we played The Flame. And uh, because of that, I got into their older stuff. I'm like, well, The Flame's cool, but have you heard Big Eyes? <laughs> oh, yeah, Big Eye. That's a great song. <laughs> um,
1: ah, was that? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I got that. I got I got that. I got I got uh Cheap trick. Cheap trick. Cool. You... No,
0: you do that. I'm going to take a drink of my blithering idiot. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: starting to sound like one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> starting?
1: <laughs> okay. Already there. Uh, anthra- anthrax, 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 come here, Anthrax, come here. Um, no, Good one, boy. that one. Not that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anthems, Anth- Anthrax, Anthems. Big Eyes, yes. Anthrax has been a cover of Cheap Trick's Big Eyes. Fucking great. It's one of the best songs on that album. <laughs>
0: uh, which album is it? Uh, anthems.
1: It's an- it was an- a- okay.
0: I thought you were looking through yeah. your. thing Okay, I gotcha.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, che- uh, uh, Anthrax did an album called Anthems, and it was a bunch of cover songs. We did Cheap Tricks cover. We did a cover of Cheap Tricks cover. Of, uh, Fat Domino's is ain't that a shame? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which I loved, and uh, I I love Cheap Tricks version. I mean, I love Fat Domino's version of it, but I, <laughs> yeah, but for our style, Cheap Tricks is actually you know yeah yeah
0: better for us.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I, maybe we should have pushed for some of those other songs though, because Big Eyes would have been you know uh, that would have been yeah. a good one to do.
0: I actually would have imagined I think i pushed for i want you to want me and since only one of us had any singing ability and that was only carl <laughs> there, <laughs> there were some songs that uh, i think we insisted that it's okay it'll be our version where we only have like no we can't do it because we don't have those other singers and well and jim bob can uh, sing he sang you know but yeah,
1: oh yeah yeah because he, he did lead on a couple of different things yeah
0: yeah they they did not want to do songs with Big vocal harmonies. I, As I've aged, I understand, but also as I've aged, I still think we could have been just fine. Yeah, we. there were several songs we could have done. Like uh, David Lee Ross, California Girls. Yeah, that would have been I, fun. I wanted to do that one, but no. <laughs> <laughs> not bitter? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Actually, I'm not now. <laughs> that would have been a good one to do when uh, we did the 50s and 60s dance. Would have. Yeah, but the Beach Boys are vocal harmonies. I'm like, well, we'll do the David Lee Roth version. It's not, nah, we can't do that. All right, we, we just, yeah. just like I understand Ace and Peter's point of view and Kiss. We also had a Gene and Paul in our <laughs> band. We did. <laughs> it's okay. It's cool.
1: And <laughs> and it, it didn't it didn't even matter because Jim Bob really didn't get in the middle of it.
0: <laughs> no, 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 not really two against two we,
1: we were still going to get out by doug and carl
0: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah if either of us could have sang, it might have been different <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, crap i think i was probably at one point
1: trying to talk carl into doing the mob rules by black sabbath <laughs> <laughs> I, I really i really knew that was not going to happen
0: <laughs> and i will give douglas the the props for he's probably the one who actually got us most of our gigs <laughs> so you true. know true so yeah we would have never gone anywhere <laughs> anyway
1: so, so so yeah there's some you know there's 70s rock and, uh, 70s. I, I mean
0: I have any well, I was, Go ahead.
1: well i was gonna say i mean leonard skinner but i you know i i grew out of them that's the only way i can put that i grew out of them i listened to them in high school i, I listened to them early in college, and then I just kind of lost my appetite for them.
0: I don't think I ever lost my appetite on my own, but there were a couple guys in high school who constantly talked about them. God, well We had had a jukebox in our lunchroom. Yeah,
1: yeah, for quite a while. And every fucking day, you heard the live version of Freebird five days a week, and... I don't remember if they were always playing I Can't Drive 55 by Sammy Hagar, but the B side of that was, what was that, Dick in the Dirt or something? And they were always playing that because they got away
0: with the song that said Dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I get it's high school. It's funny for a while. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to use this full name. I wouldn't even say if it's first or last, but Jarvis? Because oh, you yeah. do not care for Leonard Skinner. <laughs> and I had an art class with him. and Okay. We even talk okay. on for a whole year about it. Also ran track with him, and he's the one who'd be sitting there going, "If I stop smoking, I would probably do better." I'm thinking, <laughs> "Yeah, you <yeah>, probably." <laughs> you think? <laughs> I um, but I, you know,
1: I, again, I liked him, and nothing against him. It, it was something that I actually think I kind of grew out of. I can still listen to him. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. Maybe maybe we don't want to talk about them because we don't really listen to it.
0: <laughs> oh no! There's, uh, there's still a couple songs of theirs that I will, I, I will listen to.
1: They, they were, they were a really great band. I mean, I, I grew up hearing them on the radio, um, and, and loved "Sweet Home Alabama" as a kid. Loved it in high school and through college, and then graduated college and moved down to Alabama,
0: and oh. <laughs> don't ever
1: want to hear that song
0: in my life again. Yeah, and, and a couple of the radio stations we had would play them entirely too much. But, uh, but I will say Ballad of Curtis Lowe will always oh. probably be one I will not turn off. I love that, that one. Is a, that is a great song. Are we still but, in the 70s? Um,
1: well, I, we can be if you want to be.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to go a little kind of out there a little bit on a couple okay. of these. Uh, I'd like to do an episode on singer-songwriters, of course. Okay, yeah. But uh, I've got two people on here. Jim Croce.
1: Oh, yeah. Great, great, great. Um, i I've got one of uh, his greatest hits album. <laughs>
0: yeah, I've, I've got <laughs> that's that. That's good and, stuff. And a couple of yeah, it's it's he is great. If you want to, something chill, that's deep and meaningful and emotional,
1: kick yeah. ass. Oh yeah,
0: bad bad Leroy Brown. Yep, I like that one. Don't mess yeah. around with Jim. Maybe up there. Operator. Yeah, that's a
1: good one. Operator. Oh yeah. Operator. Operator
0: actually gets me in the feels every time I hear it. <laughs> Act- uh Yeah, I'll I'll,
1: t- I'll I'll talk about the one that does that here later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And yeah, I, I don't want to go into detail. Jody and I mentioned that. he said he's not going to go into much detail, so I won't either. If we want that much, we'll do one uh, yeah. episode. Uh, but the other one would be Billy I'll Joel. Look.
1: Billy Joel, yeah, um, great stuff. I got a lot of his. Stuff. I got a lot of his '80s stuff. I don't have
0: so much of his '70s stuff. But I don't have his most recent two or three. Uh, yeah. But I, at one point on cassette, I owned everything he did, and that even includes what were they called, Attila his pre-solo band oh yes Attila was an early metal band yep had Attila and uh, Billy Joel stuff all the way through the bridge Um, okay at least yeah
1: maybe you know because I've never actually listened to the Attila album but yeah just for our listeners Billy Joel was in (laughs) an early metal band yeah
0: didn't obviously go anywhere but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no no it, it, but, it's not bad it's just not great it's not bad it's it's okay and, yeah. and that's that's where his piano man comes in because of Attila he was trying to get a solo record thing going but he's under contract so he couldn't do anything and record so he played in mm-hmm. bars and his playing in bars is what had him record piano man yeah
1: great song
0: um I, I,
1: I was actually I, I was kind of half-assed expecting you to say Neil Diamond
0: hold on one second Neil and also on my list. <laughs> don't, don't feel bad. Wasn't on mine either. Well, see, the but Jody he should did, have been. <laughs> he should have been. Jody did the reverse of what I usually do, which is I'm going to surprise you. And and I knew what we were going to record about 15 minutes before when I had my seizing fit. And uh, <laughs> but so I didn't actually get to look through my CDs. I was looking quickly through my iTunes and my downloads and stuff to be like, oh yeah, what's not metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that be some Neil Diamond. <laughs>
1: I that was one of the yearly things that my dad always did for my mom when the Neil Diamond record came out. He would buy it for I think for her birthday. Or that was also one of the things that my dad has complained about over the years of all the times they went to go see Neil Diamond, but he never got to see Bob Seeker But I've gotten to the point where I pretty much told him to stop complaining about that because he's had ample opportunity. <laughs> yeah. The last two decades to go see Bob Seeger and every time I find out Bob Seeger's coming to Indianapolis hey Bob Seeger's coming to Indianapolis I don't know then shut up about then, never getting then, to see yeah. him in the 70s because you're
0: got your opportunity now and you're not taking it that's right Clyde sorry you had the opportunity I wanted to see Halloween and I would have gone but my parents were weird about it it took me 25 years but I drove my ass all like five <laughs> hours away and I went to see him so yeah yeah you can <laughs> that's yeah, okay he, i think he just likes to have something to uh to complain about <laughs> well yeah. don't we all
1: <laughs> yeah neil diamond was it was kind of like right before i got into kiss it was one of those i could take the eight track and shove it into the eight track player didn't have to worry about dropping a needle on the record <laughs> <laughs> on the flip side of that i my mom was also a big willie nelson fan so i grew up listening to willie nelson and to this day i, I respect him for what he's done i respect him as a songwriter, as an, artist but if i have to listen to him i'm going to sit there and look for a rusty nail to jab into my ears <laughs> I cannot i cannot listen to willie nelson at all oh come on Mama no. so i won't sing the Mama. actually don't that movie. that song is actually not too bad but he recorded that with waylon jennings who i like
0: you know why i like it I can't – I don't know any of the lyrics anymore, but I was a huge baseball fan. I still am compared to most yeah. normal sports. But in the, the 80s, I was a huge fan, and I would watch Twib every week, this week in baseball. And they actually, actually yeah. did it with, Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be baseball players. <laughs> God, I've searched for it, and I can't find it because you know back in the day, it's probably wiped after they used it. Oh yeah, but I I (laughs) I think it's like three months irritating all my friends. (laughs) You know, of course that was literally thirty-five years ago or more. Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
1: Um, yeah. So I I guess you know there's a little bit of country that we'll
0: listen to. I'm trying to. um... I've got two since you you said your mom. Okay. Yeah, Um, and I'm not gonna make the joke. Uh, (laughs) I've I've got one from my mom and one from my brothers. Okay. Uh, So mom. I actually will occasionally still listen to Tony Orlando and Dawn. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, not, not often, but like every two or three years, I'll be like, I remember jamming out to tie yellow ribbon and yeah, all the songs and I'll bring them up on Spotify. Yeah. And then the, uh, the other, my brothers had the 45s to the night Chicago died and Billy don't be a hero by paper lace. Oh, wow. Yeah. And and they actually have some other songs out, but those two, especially, I listen yeah. to that all the time, and we'll bring it up. A, okay, bring it cool. up every once in a while. Yeah, those were actually those were pretty good songs. And I like, and you know what? The night Chicago died, I could bring up again when we do more of our prohibition stuff because it's actually oh. about Al Capone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um, I you know I mentioned uh, Waylon Jennings uh, a minute ago. Um, Jerry Reed ah yeah jerry reed i can i can listen to jerry reed i do like some jerry reed um for those of you who don't know if you've ever seen smoky and the bandit Smokey and the Bandit, that's, <laughs> he, did, he not only did the theme song uh he was in the movie um i cannot remember the character's name but he was the one who actually drove the truck the semi yeah <laughs> semi and uh, uh burt reynolds was you know bandit one of his other songs that um, I, I really liked oh, okay so uh, the theme song for smoky and the bandit uh eastbound and down Great song. But one of his others that I really liked is uh She Got the Gold Mine, I Got the Shaft. (laughs) 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 I mean and and, and you talk about um storytellers, uh, you know, troubadours (laughs) in music. And and he was a true troubadour. troubadour. Nice. Yes, because his his songs (laughs) told stories like that. I mean, that's you know, that's that's what East Bounded Down is about. Is about going to literally telling the plot of the movie <laughs> you know what song that reminds me of is a convoy a convoy yeah yeah convoy was similar yeah although i think convoy predated smoky and the bandit a little bit uh, that
0: was m- early to mid 70s because when i remember yeah i don't remember anything my brother said also at that 45 which is how i know it yeah probably and i i can tell you nothing else except it's about a bunch of semis and and uh sheriff that they're trying to outrun so that's that's where the reminiscence comes in but i could tell you not who did it not the date Uh, nothing else and i'm not gonna look it up because it's we you all have the internet now (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) you type in convoy song i bet it'll come up probably yeah i've got a pint in one hand and can't tell you what i'm doing with the other uh all right too much information (laughs) (laughs) Tune in tokyo no
1: Okay. <laughs> <You> anyway, <know. laughs> and now I'm picturing Howard Walowitz.
0: <laughs> uh, so it gets back on topic. Um, 80s. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I've got a 70s. Oh, oh I was going to ask you. Oh, okay. I've got one more. But but this 70s does go into the 80s. Okay. And we actually mentioned him in just the episode we recorded. Although we don't know what order these will come out. Oh, I know what you're going to. You want to guess? Mr. Loaf, Mr.
1: Loaf. Yes.
0: Meat also loaf. known as also known as meat. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's more of than a day to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and
1: you know, here's another connection. I was talking about anthrax earlier. Do you, do you know the connection?: I don't. Actually, no. no idea. OK. So Meat Loaf's daughter, Pearl, she is married to Scott Ian from Anthrax. Interesting.
0: Yeah. you know that sounds like something I did know. And I think I've told you. you completely <laughs> blank on it? Yeah, I think you have. <laughs> In fact, I'm quite sure that that's
1: how I knew. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's actually one of Scott's side projects as a band with her. Uh, which yes, I, I, do not, I do not remember the name of the band, but that is a side project that Scott does outside of Anthrax. And she's got her own solo stuff, I think. She's got a really good voice. I know she was one of Meatloaf's backup singers for a while.
0: She was a member of his Neverland
1: Express for nine years. Oh, 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 you know another connection to a different band that we did mention this episode briefly? Nope, go ahead. (laughs) There were two guitarists um, in the uh, late 70s, early 80s with the Meatloaf and the Neverland Express who both have a connection to Kiss. Brothers Bob and Bruce Kulik (laughs) were in the Neverland Express at the same time. (laughs) Bob had auditioned for Kiss, played on Paul Stanley's solo album. Um, actually, I think did Paul Solo tour in the late '80s and was almost in the band until they hired Ace, and then Bruce later on in the '80s was in the band, was in Kiss. So yeah, there's a whole bunch of connection there. With Damn, six degrees of Meatloaf. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and usually, you got to get to 450 before it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how we were going to work that in there. <laughs> As soon as I said
1: six degrees of meatloaf, I thought there's got to be a temperature joke here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you.
0: Hey, you're welcome. 80s.
1: eighties. Uh, um, so, you know, there's uh, some of the 80s rock. Tom Petty, who actually overlaps with 70s stuff. In the early 80s, I, I mean, there were, there was stuff that my brother was listening to. Journey, Foreigner, Loverboy. I, those three bands, my brother was big into them but my brother was also listening to acdc and kiss so i you know i was listening to all that stuff and those are bands that i i do like i went back and i bought those albums that came out around that time frame late 70s early 80s because they were really good albums um you know regardless of what the punk bands were saying about it being corporate rock you know what those those were catchy tunes but at at, in the early 80s you had a lot of new wave and okay so in the the 70s um and, and i really do think it starts with the Ramones and the New York punk scene. Even though you can go back later to Detroit and, and MC5, Iggy and the Stooges, yeah. MC5 and Iggy and the Stooges, which kind of proto-punk kind of stuff. Even early Alice Cooper kind of fit in with that. Yeah, but the, then, the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alice Cooper the band. But then you get into as the '70s progressed, you started getting into the the, the London punk scene, Sex Pistols and the Clash, and uh, but there were also you know more bands here in the states, um, what the the Buzzcocks and the B-52s were a punk band. Yeah, they were. Uh, so the, uh, there were a lot of those things that were not stuff that I was I got into and liked. And and if you if you are into that stuff, great. You know, I, I actually do want to go back and check out the Black Flag stuff with Henry Rollins because I like Henry Rollins.
0: Henry's good, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But um, out of punk, you actually had two things split off. Actually, you had several things split off from that original punk sound. You had hardcore punk which black flag the dead kennedys and stuff like that and which evolved into other stuff but you also had new wave which did start off as a punk offshoot and goth the whole goth subculture started off as an offshoot of punk which a lot of people i don't think realize to kind of get an idea that uh voltaire um god who's somebody else i could talk about liking (laughs) um even though he's not he's goth Subculture, but his music is not goth. It's uh, referred, <laughs> I think he refers to it as dark cabaret. I was gonna say goth cabaret. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. He
0: says dark cabaret. Yeah, I, I would probably say goth, just so people know. But
1: yeah, yeah, it's it's it, it fits in really well with the goth subculture. But where <laughs> I was going with all this, in my my roundabout way, um, some of the '80s new wave was stuff that I kind of got into at that time. Bands like Duran Duran. Uh, I, I liked some of the Adam and the Ants stuff. You know, some of that just kind of went into electronic pop because it became so synthesizer heavy. Um, but stuff like, you know, Thomas Dolby, she blinded me with science. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I what I did was I, uh, you know, like the Go-Go's. I mean, again, the Go-Go's started off as a kind of a punk band.
0: Yeah. And they were yeah. an
1: all-female punk band. Donny Iris was more mainstream rock, but he had that big hit with Aaliyah. Yeah. I,
0: like, I always liked the uh arjun hold your head hold your head up yeah up up thanks haha yeah <laughs> um
1: men without hats safety dance look if you're gonna get me started on safety dance <laughs> that is one
0: of my favorite who doesn't love that song i mean seriously if the song is awesome the the video uh, video is just the best <laughs> yeah. Safety dance. Safety, everybody take off your pants <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: it's um Oh god what was uh that yeah that, <laughs> that was that was a great song okay. um I mean devos whippet is oh yeah is kind of out there and, and oh, did you, did you see the picture i shared on facebook i did <laughs> i liked it <laughs> so so the the there's a dog breed called whippet and it, it's these two statues of whippets and one of them they're side by side and and one of them they put the word whippet in front of it and it's just a statue and their identical statue sitting next to it and it says whip it good
0: with that those (laughs) conical
1: hats that that they wore that devo wore (laughs) the
0: the sort of stepwise pyramid (laughs)
1: that was brilliant so and i know um sometimes we mention our friend rich and we make fun of him rich is a huge fan of prince and we we give rich shit about prince but I, I liked early print stuff. Little Red Corvette and uh, Raspberry Beret. Raspberry Beret. I, I didn't oh, like that one so that, much. But uh, Little Red Corvette kicked ass. Yeah. Um, but uh, 1999, the song. And Delirious. I had forgotten about that. And when I was going through and downloading these things, I, I thought I was going to maybe download the whole 1999 album. And then I, I started listening to it. And I was like, no, I'll just, I'll just do the songs I knew and liked. But I, I, I saw the song title and I went, wait a minute. Did I forget about that when I listened to it? And I went, "Oh my god, <laughs> this was a great song." So yeah, oddly, I always liked
0: the "Never Take the Place of Your Man." I don't know that I've heard that one. I may have to go back and listen. I, to I it. don't know why. It just it, it kind of it was probably because when it came out, there were girlfriend issues and stuff, and it came out and it sort of just struck me. Yeah, but okay. yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's good. He's. I've never owned an album by him except for the one Rich gave me. Never, so I never bought an album, yeah, by him, but he's he's good. It just, I mean, yeah, not my thing. I, I enjoy, you know, yeah, his
1: earlier stuff. I, I still think the Purple Rain album, I, I'm not gonna say it's his best uh, because I don't know. I, I'm not like Rich, I'm not that big of a fan, but to me, the Purple Rain album is the only. Well, I've, I've got his very first one, his self titled debut, which sounds nothing like the stuff that came later. It was more... Seriously, it was more straight-ahead R&B. He didn't start getting into the funk until about two or three albums in. Do you you remember the song, One
0: Night in Bangkok? I do. One night in Bangkok in a
1: hurray
0: or something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I I looked that up uh, when I was downloading it. Okay, so the the verses are spoken word, and that was... uh, uh, english actor murray head and then the the choruses were, sa- were were are sung and i think that's an american singer and i don't remember who that was um but the, the song is credited to murray head as the performer but it is from a musical which i did not know until i was looking up stuff on it it's from a musical called chess and that's what the musical is about it's about a chess tournament that's taking place in Bangkok. And that's, that's what the lyrics in the song are about. This chess champion is in Bangkok for the tournament. And he's talking about all the stuff that's going on in Bangkok that he doesn't care about that. Everybody else is infatuated with the Bangkok nightlife, the, the girls and all that stuff. And he didn't care about any of it because he's this chess master and that's all he cares about.
0: I'm gonna have to listen to that again with that in mind. I,
1: I know. Once you know, I mean, and and maybe look the lyrics up because sometimes they're still hard for me to pick out what he's actually saying. But once I read that and went and looked the lyrics up, I went, "Holy shit! This
0: I'll have a ton of sense now." <laughs> <laughs> huh? By the way, yeah, peaked uh, number three in Canada and the United States. Yeah, it was a huge hit. And 12 um, in the uk when you were mentioning it i looked it up because yeah before we started ta- uh,
1: recording uh I, <laughs> I mentioned relax by frankie goes to hollywood <laughs> that's a, that was that was another one i actually do uh, like that one even
0: though i tend to ignore the lyrics <laughs> i i actually don't like the song but i do remember the friends episode where ross gets his stuff back from rachel and one of them was a uh-huh. shirt with frankie uh frankie says relax on it yeah yeah and she's like you haven't worn that since high school he goes oh well well well," and he puts it on and it's very tight but uh (laughs) but kudos david schwimmer you kept buff for that episode you look good
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that song was in a movie i think it was Body oh
0: my i don't remember the song but i remember that movie
1: with meg ryan was it meg ryan Uh, (laughs) oh i think it's meg ryan uh no, uh, anyway, Melanie Griffith. Mel- Melanie, was it Melanie Griffith?
0: Melanie yeah, Griffith.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, the, the the premise of the movie. Well, I won't get into the premise of the movie, but the the main female character in the movie turns out Is, is a porn actress. Um, I said and, I wanted a funny yeah. shot. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So yeah, so um, so, so Melanie Griffith got the part. But one of the actresses they were looking at for that part was actual porn actress, Annette Haven. And they wound up not casting her. Uh, and it was Brian De Palma was the director. So I think he wrote the, the script too. Annette Haven stayed, so she she stayed with the production and actually was their technical advisor on the porn industry. Frankie Goes to Hollywood is in the film. And it's uh, the, the one scene where shooting a scene for the porn film and this Frankie Goes to Hollywood is performing relax as part of the porn film.
0: Huh. I haven't seen it since it came out in like 85, 86, 87. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I only remember that well, you know, what well, I would have been junior high, high school, so yeah, would have only remembered the sex part. So it's cool. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're going to wrap this one up for now. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it may have gone longer. Than we thought this would be a 15-minute episode. <laughs> Shows what we know. <laughs> well, we think we already know we know nothing. <laughs> so on that note. <laughs> I think we'll come back because we're not even through the 80s. <laughs> so welcome to part one of probably two or three. what was supposed to be 15 minutes. <laughs> yes like jody said um, yeah uh, on that note
1: (laughs) (laughs) she just loved it if you (laughs) love asking me if i'm gonna do something sure and i just go right to it instead of leading up to it (laughs)
0: you know you know nope i'm not gonna go there (laughs) anyway Um, uh (laughs) uh-huh yeah well (laughs) on on that note (laughs) i'm james i'm jody (laughs) talk to you later (laughs) <laughs> Bye The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors All rights reserved, stay tuned for some fun outtakes Besides yell at some people? No I'm good with that, do you have somebody you want to yell at? I, <laughs> Considering what I went off on on the Molly Crew the other day <laughs> um. Until he starts pestering me for treats <laughs> He's a good boy, but annoying yeah, can be. Yeah, Godzilla. Godzilla? <laughs> Godzilla? Damn, I even took the headphones off because I felt it coming. But... <laughs> it's still kind of scary. Ooh. Damn it, there's another one coming. <laughs> Damn it. Nope, I'm good. Damn No, you're not.
1: <laughs> you're not. You're not
0: good. Did your FTW fuck the world or for the win?
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. I remember the shirt they had. Frankie says, relax. Yeah. That's kind of what I wanted the FTW to look like.
0: <laughs> Jody says FTW. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't quite want it that way. I just, But that, that lettering. Jody says, sit on my face and tell me that you love me. <laughs> no, Rob, not you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no. Ah. So, if you'd expect me to remember an episode we recorded three months ago, (laughs) welcome back to the Twin Terrors. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We recently
1: recorded one on Motley Crue.
0: getting back together (laughs) not sure when that's coming out before after this one but i stick to my guns even when sober (laughs) hey hey, stick stick to your guns stick to your guns
1: (laughs) for those those of you who are not familiar with that song that was one of motley Crue's early singles (laughs) that was not on an album it's since been released on like a reissue of the first album but
0: yeah we're not talking about the bon jovi new jersey stick to your guns yeah, That was the other
1: song. Toast of the Town was uh, I think actually the A-side and Stick to Your Guns was the B-side, but yeah.
0: That was a good song. That's when we played in our college band.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Although I, I think that was partially
1: because of Pretty Boy Floyd.
0: <laughs> that was definitely because that's the only way we got it at the time. We didn't have the Motley Crue version at that that's point. That's
1: true. Yeah,
0: that's true. I'm patient. <laughs> uh, uh, of course, I was being inappropriate and I forget how it got on the topic of breasts. <laughs> <laughs> but We're talking about how when we're young men, we don't really don't know what we're doing. And, you know, we, we it takes a while to figure out that nipples are meant to be done something with, but you don't pull them three inches away <laughs> from where they begin oh, and, right. unless you know that she's into that. Right. Uh, but <laughs> then I also said that, look, it's not like I was doing a tune in Tokyo. <laughs> 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 and, and, and Sam stifled a little laugh because he thought it was kind of funny. The other two looked at me like, <sighs> I said I didn't <laughs> you know it's like the first time it didn't like go flying all over. it just kind of oozed. I literally thought I had broken myself somehow. by the way, you're gonna edit this episode,
1: <laughs> well even then you may still be fine. maybe you still may be. To just yeah. go to the doctor and get it checked, but you still <laughs> may be fine <laughs> anyway so i'm I'm not
0: gonna share <laughs> that was a little more than I anticipated for this episode. <laughs>